If you're like Rob and I, you may spend the majority of your work week in meetings, uh, consuming back-to-back -back hours of your day. So why would it be that Rob and I schedule an additional meeting every single Sunday morning? Let's jump in and I'll tell you why. Hey there, and welcome to the Growing Up Gundry podcast. My name's Nicole Gundry, and I would love to share my journey of raising kids, running a house, being married, working full-time, and trying to grow myself up along the way. This podcast will cover anything from parenting topics, personal development, marriage, friendship, self-care, and creative ways to grow ourselves while raising our babies. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Growing Up Gundry podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and I'm so excited to talk to you guys about this topic. It is a practice that we have had in our family off and on, but religiously, um, I want to say for the last year and a bit, we have really stuck to this and worked hard at this, but we have done this for a few years now. It's just, there will be pockets of time where we don't religiously do it. So what am I talking about? Spill the beans, right? It's a family meeting. So every single Sunday morning, we have a family meeting. And Rob and I got this idea, well, I got the idea from reading um, an author. Her name is Allison Schaefer. She's Canadian. She is, I don't know what Allison's title is. She is, uh, oh, she is, let me read this, a psychotherapist and one of the nation, uh, nation's leading parenting experts. She's the author of the best-selling books, Breaking the Good Mom Myth. That is a really good book, you guys, if you're a new mom. Breaking the Good Mom Myth. Uh, the host of, she used to host a show called The Parenting Show. And she has a podcast and she has written another book called, so this one's called Honey, I Wrecked the Kids. Then she has one, um, Ain't Misbehaving. So I've read all three of her books. She's really, really good. Rob and I have seen her speak. Um... Yeah, I follow her podcast religiously. I really, really, really like her parenting style. So, and she is a parenting expert. So I like her. So I read this book. I want to say I read it when Jackson was probably about maybe three or four. And um, it gave us tons of tips and tricks as he was growing up. So we've used a lot of her theories. And so family meetings would start and happen when they were little, but they didn't evolve into what they are now. Um, until much later on, like when they were older. But I would say, honestly, Cameron's been doing it since she's probably seven or eight. And at that time, you've got to, you got to like fine tune the agenda. Like it's got to be, you lose their attention fairly quickly. But, but what she talks about is, is just, you know, things get discussed at the family meeting. So if there's something that people are arguing about in the middle of the week, if there is a debate, if there is stuff that Rob and I want to address with the kids, we will often say to each other, we'll just bring it up at the family meeting. So we do this for a couple of reasons. Number one, it removes the emotion of the right now, right? So if you're a kid and you're mad and you're angry about something, perfect example, Cameron one time put on the agenda, don't forget to buy milk. And she wanted to talk about buying milk because one day she went to go get her cereal and there was no milk and she was losing it like she was freaking out and it's first thing in the morning and guess what I don't have patience for I don't have any patience for that I'm like 
it's milk. You ha have a whole cupboard full of other food, a freezer full of waffles, like homemade pancakes are in there. We have food, you are not starving, so you can't have cereal, relax, right? But instead, I just said to her, oh, I hear you, I totally understand, let's put that on the agenda and we'll talk about that at the family meeting. She's good. She knows she's gonna be heard. She knows that her uh, issue will be addressed. She knows who she can speak to about it and, and she'll bring it up there. So she wrote it down. So we host our family meetings and 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 there's a few things that we do. And, and she has given an agenda in this book, um, Honey, I Wrecked the Kids. The last chapter is all about family meetings. And so we've kind of taken her agenda and used it, but we've tweaked it a little bit. So the first thing we start off our agenda with is we go in a circle, it's the same people, go in the same order every time. Um, and I should say, sorry, before I get into what we do, we had a two hour family meeting one time to hash out kind of the start. So what is, and I know that is way too long, like way too long, the kids were like laying down, <laughs> they were like squirming around, they have lost interest completely. But, but we wanted to hash out kind of the agenda, we wanted to hash out rotations of certain things we hashed out a lot of stuff so the first one was really big we now can probably do it in 30 minutes and so it's a great way to front load our kids into the week right so what front loading means is you prepare them ahead of time so that they're aware of what's coming what to expect and then they also have a space to speak right and to be heard so we start off ours with gratitude and appreciation it's the first thing we do it can be for one person, it can be for the whole family, it can be, I I start it and often the children follow and say similar things to what I say, so it's very interesting to watch, but, but I start and then Jackson goes and then Cameron goes and then Rob goes, and so we share, you can share gratitude, you can share appreciation, you can share both, you just have a forum to start in a very positive mindset towards your family. So it's something that happened during the week that you're either grateful for, somebody you're appreciating in the family, and we go from there. So after that, we, I should actually have brought our agenda down here, but we cover off our um, goal. Oh, chores is what we do next, so chores. So our kids are responsible for garbage and recycling. So that means taking out the garbage from the can to the garbage bags in the garage, taking the recycling from the recycling can inside out to the big ones and then taking the garbage and recycling outside on garbage and recycling day and bringing the cans and back into the garage. So that's their responsibility. In our first session, we hashed out how many, how long they'll do that. So I believe we are at two months, they do garbage. Then after those two months, you rotate to recycling and you do it that way. So that is just automatic. They have agreed to that. That is part of their week. So uh, that's the first thing we touch on. We say, okay, it's staying the same. Jackson, you're in charge of garbage. Cameron, you're in charge of recycling right now. And then Rob will often say things like, we have three weeks until that changes. Just kind of front loading them, getting them ready for the change. Um, every two weeks, they change from unloading to loading. If you are the, um, un uh, the loader of the dishwasher, sorry, this is the dishwasher I'm talking about. If you are the loader of the dishwasher, you are to set the table as well and clear the table for dinner. And if you are the unloader, you just unload the dishwasher. So 
and they do that for two weeks and for two weeks they are responsible for badgers food and water one or the other so those are their chores so we just review those we keep them posted as to where they're at if there's any questions or concerns um, you know any feedback from us to them them to us we go over it from them to each other uh, you know Jackson one time said I don't like when people leave stuff on the counter if you need it to be in the dishwasher tell me and I'll come and load it things like that so we we do all and he's done that with recycling he doesn't like things on the counter he's very much like his dad um, so we go over that they're responsible for making their beds keeping their rooms clean so we'll just say is there any questions or concerns there from us no we're good we move on then we uh, move on to our goals so each of us set goals and we have this hilarious thing that is like we're very competitive people so it drives us to our goals but if you meet all your goals you get a gold star and after five gold stars you get a gold name on the agenda <laughs> we, like we have lost gold stars and been devastated we have like crying there was crying at the table one time over a gold star we have celebrated i celebrate my gold star so big at the family meetings it's hilarious i do this whole thing um and so you are responsible for your goals you just determine what your goals are you um you are responsible for tracking them i do make goal tracker sheets for the kids that they each have in their room that they can can track it on but uh they're responsible to track it and then they're responsible to report back on their goals and it's been super cool, the goal part, because uh, in Rob's role, he is um, a manager of a, of a management team. So he's he has got lots of firsthand skill in coaching that way. So he'll say often like, okay, it's been two weeks since you hit your goal. Number one, is this a goal you care about? Number two, how can we support you? What's happening? And And then... It's cool because, you know, for an example, Jackson doesn't wasn't drinking a lot of water. So that was one of his goals is that he needed to drink more water. And we put a number to it, which was three water bottles a day. And then the one week he said, well, I didn't hit my goal because I, I didn't know where somebody put my water bottle. Like in real life, that's bullshit. Like you can't do that. You can't say that at your job. Like, well, I didn't do it because I didn't know where... XYZ was so we were able to coach him and in, in, in say sorry dude but you that's your shit you got to clean that up you got to figure out that if you don't know where something is you ask and guess what guys I don't put water bottles in secret locations they go where the water bottles go <laughs> so we were able to have that discussion right um and and then we'll talk to them we'll say like look at you haven't met this goal in a month you're losing out on your gold star you don't care about this goal. Why did you set that goal? Did you believe that you should set that goal because of us? And in that case, listen to your voice, listen to yourself. It's not about your parents, it's about you. So it gives us like awesome opportunities to have like hearty, good, real life conversations with them. And as I mentioned on my last podcast, we're in the stage where these kids are not spending a ton of time with us. So we are not seeing them in our presence all the time so this is a great coaching opportunity for us as parents so we go through that rob and i have ours as well we um go over our core kind of 
goals as a family. So we have every two, every bi-weekly, we do a, uh, a board game night. Uh, weekly, Rob and I are required to do a recap night together. So we recap our week, talk about what worked, what didn't work. So we hold each other accountable at the family meeting. Have we done that? Did we do it? What do we need to do um, to make sure those things are happening? And then Rob and I have monthly date nights. So that's our hot tub because we don't have, where can we go, right? So, um, so we hold ourselves accountable at that meeting because those were goals we set for the whole year and we need to do them on a regular. Um, so we check in there. Then we do round table. So we do round table, which is where you can bring up like purchasing of milk or you can bring up people not putting the recycling in the recycling can so that it can go out. Um, we bring up lots of little things like, um, I, I can't think of other examples. They're very small. They're very, but that's where those things that are happening in the heat of the moment, we can put back and say, okay, we're going to talk to them about it now. Um, over, over the online learning, you know, we implemented a few things that worked for our family, which was making lunches daily so that they're not snacking on a million other things or dirty dishes. It's just their lunch dishes from their lunch bag. We brought that up at the family meeting. So we told them before we implemented it, we get their feedback. We say, is that okay? Like, this is why we want to do it. We explain all of that there. So for us, family meetings have been a game changer like game changer. It is so huge. It's such a habit that we do. And honestly, as in my role here in our family, it's something I have to push for. I have to remind them. I have to say, guys, it's a family meeting. And we do it like we have a habit. We have lots of habits in our house, but like Rob goes grocery shopping at eight in the morning. I clean out the fridge. He comes home. We load, unload the groceries. We sit down and do our family meeting. That's it. And Rob stops at Tim Hortons and gets us all like a drink so that we all have like a treat drink while we're having our family meeting. Like we make it special. Like we try to make it a positive thing. But as these guys get older, it's going to be so key for us to just stay connected with them. And so there's times where you might feel like, well, my kids are too old for this to introduce it now. Or my kids are too young or my kids. It's not going to look like mine if they're young, but it will evolve into what ours looks like. So I highly encourage you guys to instill a family meeting. Like it is such a game changer for us in communication, in tracking. And Rob has an agenda and a spreadsheet and we, sorry, not a spreadsheet, but a, a document that we use and we save week after week after week and we can go back. So we'll go back and we'll say, no, last week, this is what you said your goals were this is what it's right here in writing and and it's it's cool i think it's teaching them a lot i don't know i'm, I'm gonna be excited to learn when they're older what they thought about family meetings because to us it's it's so important and then we end our family meeting doing an activity together so we either go for a walk we go in the hot tub we we will go for a drive we will Often we're trying to help somebody finish their goal so they can get their gold star. So usually it's an outdoor activity because that's one of everybody's goals is to be active. So that is usually what it is. So but we always end it with something together, all of us. Like we don't just get up from the table and leave. So it's actually my favorite part of the family meeting is that we then do something together. So anyways, I hope this tool helps you guys. 
check out Allison Schaefer. Her podcasts are amazing. Her books are so good. Um, and I really like her. I like her parenting style. It has worked very well for us. And when you're listening, if you go and listen to her and you and I are friends, you will know, you will see so much of my parenting style is hers. So yeah, you find your models, your role models, wherever you can. And I certainly don't know Allison, but I feel like I could easily slide into her family. Uh, anyways, I hope everyone has an amazing weekend and stay healthy, stay warm. And for us here in Ontario, where I live in Ontario, our kids are going back to school on Monday. And so they are very excited, but I will have to work on my emotions leading into that because I'm going to miss them terribly. So ladies and gents, if you haven't been told this, what you do matters so, so much. And those kiddos are so lucky to have you. Have a great day, guys.